Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where Hall of Famer Bernie Federko is standing by. He, of course, is your pregame and intermission and postgame analyst for St. Louis Blues Hockey on Bally Sports. Was in the building last night for the Blues 5-4 overtime loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Good morning, Bernie. How you doing? Good, Randy. How are you guys? Everything's great. And yeah. I, I was telling Carrie earlier, if you would have told me last night that the Blues would have gotten four goals against Toronto with the way things are going, I would, I would have felt pretty good. It's a different Toronto team, and obviously, as we know now, a different Blues team. What was your, your, your general impression of the game last night? Well, it was very entertaining. Uh, to have uh, nine goals scored in a game is always fun. I, I like watching offensive hockey. Uh, I uh, was very impressed with Toronto. They're, they are a, a much better team than... They have been in the past. I mean, 115 points last year, but I, I do really believe that they are much better uh, defensively, even though that they gave up four goals last night. Um, but I, I like the way the Blues really kept coming back. Uh, Toronto's, you know, very aggressive uh, uh, with their offense, and, and every time the Blues got behind, they were able to uh, pick away, especially after they gave up the shorthanded goal. They were down a couple of goals. I think you had to turn around and um, maybe just quit at that point in time, but they kept battling, and then and, and they were able to get a point last night. It would have been nice to get two, obviously, uh, but they still stayed at 500, Randy, and I think right now with all the games that they have left at home, I mean, they played, what, five more games on the road than they have at home. They've got to get the home record a little bit better, but uh, I think this is a step in the right direction, and um, hopefully that they can you know, start I mean, after they get two more at home there, then they go on that one more road trip, and then they've got an awful lot of home games that hopefully they can play some catch-up hockey. Hey, Bernie, the Blues have given up 15 goals in their last three games. How do they fix that? It's just a matter of uh, just attention to detail, Kerry, more than anything else. I mean, uh, you know, again, uh, to me, when you give up a shorthanded goal the way they did last night, I mean, that's kind of a lack of concentration. I mean, you've got to understand that uh, there's even though you're on the power play, you still have to outwork the shorthanded team. you got to make sure that uh, you know that, hey, they're very capable of scoring, scoring some shorthanded goals. Every team is. So if you uh, lose your concentration or you just kind of um, you lose your effort for a moment, uh, you can get burned. And I think that's what happened last night. But these little things like that, 
uh, are, are things that, that cause you to, to give up goals. And, and we've been seeing so much of that. I mean, you miss an assignment, you miss a back check, or you miss uh, having your stick in a lane uh, where a pass is made. So it's just the little things that you've got to do a little bit better. And, and the Blues have, have done too much of that this year. And, I mean, luckily their goaltending has been so good. I mean, last night Bennington was absolutely outstanding. Uh, he kept them in and, and in spots where, you know, other goalies might have given up goals. But uh, they've just got to be better at, at those little things, and they've got to really clean up uh, the mistakes that they make in their own in their own zone especially. Hey, Bernie, when you give up a shorthanded goal like that, is that uh, more deflating than if you were uh, on the penalty kill and, and giving up a goal? Well, I mean, obviously the power play is out there. Um, you know, the power play is going to score more goals than, than you are going to be shorthanded, obviously. But um, I think, uh, you know, what? Uh, my attitude or our attitude was all the time, if you give up a shorthanded goal, you got to try to try to get one right back. I mean, if it's early in the in the power play, you got to get one right back then. And, and if you get the power play goal and to offset the shorthanded goal, it's like you didn't score on the power play at all. Mm-hmm. So it, it basically come out even. So, uh, the Blues were not able to do it on the on the original uh, uh, power play that they gave up the shorthanded goal, but they did get one later. So really, when you look at special teams last night, it was dead even. The Blues had a power play goal; they gave up a shorthanded goal. Uh, so it was really five on five. They lost the game last night. Well, in overtime, three on three. But at even strength, that's where they lost the game last night. Hey, Bernie, when you lose a player that has the skill set that Tory uh, Krug has, and he was ostensibly the quarterback of the power play, uh, you been on the power play throughout your Hall of Fame career. Do the Blues need to change anything schematically because of the difference in skill sets between uh, a Krug, a Pareko, a Falk, or can they, they do the same thing with the, with the other guys? Well, you don't have to change somewhat the schematics of it, Randy, if, especially if you're using a right-handed shot back there. But, you know, Krug is a left-handed shot, so if you don't have that guy um, a left-hander to set up your power play, yeah, you have to change things around a little bit because I mean, you kind of almost need uh, to have guys on the off wing, you know, right-handed shot on the left side, left-handed shot on the right side, so at least you can, you know, get some one-timer so that the goaltender can't come across and make the save, get more time to do that. So, I mean, I think you even see that in, with, with Toronto. I mean, Toronto is, uh, you know, they've been, uh, you know, without one of their top defensemen the, the whole time, too, in, in uh, Morgan Riley, and he's kind of been the quarterback of their power play, and they've kind of changed things around there, and I think you see some miscommunication and some things happen like you had you know Austin Matthews on the left side instead of the right side which surprised me uh, last night um, and you know we're seeing Tarasenko still on the left side um, so there's there's things that you have to change around so that you can get the guys in, in position but um, you know you've, the Blues do have some practice time now I think that's mm-hmm. the good news right now Even I mean next week they've got four games in, in the week but this week they've got you know days off in between these games that they can work on uh, the little things in the power play so that you can get things uh, uh, you know, a little more smooth, but uh, it, it is going to take take a little bit uh, to get the, the, the I guess the, the pro- proper uh, chemistry out there. But but yeah, the, the, it does change a little bit. What do you think of Kairu setting up in that Ovechkin office on the left side in the circle during the, on the power play? Well, yeah, he's been he's been doing that. I mean, the, the whole thing is that uh, you know uh, he's really not the real one timer guy. No. I mean, he's, He's got quick release. I mean, Ovechkin is kind of just that one guy going to you know get into the opening and just pound it every time he comes over there. And uh, you know, Jordan's more of a finesse guy where he he'll stick handle it a little bit, but he he can uh, you know one time. And so I mean, they'll probably try doing that. I mean, I think they're going to continue to try an awful lot of different things, but it, it just it's a matter of time 
to, to get it to work properly. But there's plenty of skill on the team uh, to get it done, and, and it, it just takes a, a little bit more time than, than maybe we're seeing. Hey, Bernie, with Krug being out, does that put any more pressure on any particular defenseman, uh, any defenseman in particular, or is it just a collective effort from all of them? Well, I don't know if you want to call it pressure. I mean, it, it, everyone's going to have to step up a little more, but I think it did. It does put a little more pressure on, on, on obviously, on Falk. I mean, he's the guy that has played with Krug uh, the entire year. So, I mean, I thought Rosen did a really good job last night playing with Falk. So, uh, I would assume that we'll see some mixing and ma- matching. We'll probably see Tucker come in a little bit, and uh, things will move around. But, I mean, these are part of the game. I mean, we all talk about injuries all the time. It's unfortunate especially to be out long-term, you know, six or whatever weeks it's going to be. And if he's out six weeks, it might be longer. So uh, there is a, obviously, uh, um, um, you know, a, a miss of, of having a guy like that, uh, the capability, especially offensively on the power play. But there's nothing you can do about it. You only have so much skill on your team, and, and you got to have someone else step up. And it's going to be up to the entire defensive core uh, to try to help them out as much as they can. Finally, Bernie, back when you played in, in my younger days, when the Blackhawks would come to town, we'd literally see red because you were wearing white at home. If for no other reason than that, teams should wear white at home so that we can see the Blackhawks in their red. I would agree, Randy. I'd like to see that the, the uh, NHL go back to having the whites at home or, or do it every other other year or something, change it around. Uh, I think the, the the fans love to, to wear the the white jerseys as much as they do the blue ones for the for for you know after us, and I'm sure the Hawks feel the same way. So I don't know why the league has has stayed with the darks at home, and I'd like to see the the whites a little bit more. And uh, even though the Hawks are struggling this year, they're still they they're obviously very capable of still winning. They're an NHL team, so I think that this will still be a fun game tomorrow night. Uh, I think that the Hawks will be. Uh, ready to play, and the Blues certainly you know can't take the Hawks lightly because of their record. So it, it's still going to be a fun. We'll still see some Chicago jerseys in the in the stands mm-hmm. tomorrow night, and and it, it, it will still it'll get it'll get uh, uh, nasty if it has to, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Bernie Federico, Happy New Year! Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in 2023. Thanks, fellas. You have a happy new year, too, as well. Take care. That's the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN. Bobby Plager used to talk about how. They'd be standing in the face-off circle in their early days. Mm-hmm. The players would be standing in the face-off circle, looking up into the upper deck with, and uh, watching the fans fight. <laughs> yeah. Usually the fans are showing up to watch the players right. fight, right? They're watching, those they're, they're the, watching the fights fight. up in the stands. They thought it was the best thing ever. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.